0: CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt.
1: Wake up now. There's the first call to breakfast.
2: Oh. Come on. Oh. The boy's
1: going down the passageway ringing the bell. Oh. Yes, I hope it's the first call. Yes, it's quarter to eight. Oh, Come golly, on. golly, golly. Come golly. on. Breakfast in 15 minutes. You'll have to hurry.
2: Why didn't we sign up for the second sitting at nine o'clock?
1: All people with children are put at the first sitting. And besides, it's no later than you have breakfast at home.
2: Oh, I know, but, oh, excuse <laughs> me. Why don't we have breakfast sent into the stateroom this morning, huh?
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Well, you can if you want to, but I'm getting up. Honestly, where do the days go? You realize we've been on the ship since last Friday? This is Wednesday? Six days? Uh, I can't believe it. Now, having spent a week in New York, we have been gone from home almost two weeks. It'll be two weeks tomorrow. Think of it. Seems longer than that to me. I'll
2: tell you, those first three days of being seasick seemed about three years.
1: No, Beth. Yeah. Well, other isn't that, though. Hasn't it been fun, dear?
2: Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Having my suitcase put down in the hole has been real fun, too. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. No, I mean
2: it. I mean, it really, is a matter of fact, you know, here we hardly knew anybody on this ship then because I heard that I didn't have my suitcase. Look at all the wonderful people we met. Just, just handing me clothes. I know. Trust me. Well,
1: what mm-hmm. will you wear today?
2: Well, now, let's see. Today, I think I'll wear Mr. Borland's slacks and Mr. Cronk's sports shirt and Mr. Willoughby's sports jacket. I <laughs> all right. a nice combination. Yes,
1: dress. Are you ready for that? Not quite, Aunt Evie. You and Betsy go on down to the dining room and we'll be there as soon as we can. All right. Come on, dear. Hurry. Oh, I love being on shipboard. I don't want to miss anything.
0: <laughs> How many times have you seen the poster that reads, When your child is ready for college, will college be ready for him? Have you just given it a passing glance, your mind occupied with more immediate problems? Have you thought, if you thought about it at all, that this problem is a long way off? That if anything, you should be worrying about whether or not junior will be ready for first grade in the fall. Well, think about it now for a minute. When your child is ready for college, will college be ready for him? Most colleges are already bursting at the seams, and in another ten years, applications will double. There are more children in America today than ever before, and a higher percentage of them Go to college. How important a college education is to a young man or a woman and to the welfare of America is something we all understand. To understand even better, write Higher Education, Box 36, Times Square Station, New York 36. Box 36, Times Square Station, New York 36. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boy, will you look at her. This is the child to whom we say at home, come on, please eat your breakfast. I
1: know. I have to beg and coax her to get one piece of toast no. down her. Oh, no, now, don't tease <laughs> her. The ocean air gives everybody an appetite. I know. Gee, I'm just hungry all the time. <laughs> well, you just go ahead and eat, dear. By the way. Did you two stay up late last night? Oh, yes. We stayed up and danced in the main lounge until the orchestra stopped. And then we walked around the deck in the moonlight. Really, the ocean with this path of silver moonlight was Mm. just beautiful, wasn't it, dear? Yeah, it sure was. Just lovely. Oh, Daddy, tell Betsy and Aunt Effie what happened. They would have loved.
2: Oh, what, what? Oh,
1: you know, when all the lights went on. The oh, other ship, oh, yes, you know. Yes,
2: we, we were standing it. by the rail, <laughs> see? And all, all of a sudden, this other ship passed us, going the other way, and, mm-hmm. and that ship suddenly turned on all their lights, and our oh. ship turned on all our oh, lights. Oh, and...
1: really? It was exciting. Yeah. Everything was such a blaze of lights. <laughs> we could see people standing at the rail, and we waved, and they oh, waved. Yeah. Although it was quite a ways away, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Why did they do that? I mean, turn on all the lights. Well,
2: well I asked somebody about that, mm-hmm. honey. It's just a custom. The two ships were kind of saying hello to each uh-huh. other. <laughs> and then after about, well, five minutes, yeah. would you say well, five ten minutes, ten minutes, all the, the lights end. went out again. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, oh, I wish we'd seen that. Yeah. Pass the butter, will you please? There wasn't time to wake you up. It all happened oh, so quickly. No.
2: By the way, what were those things that were put under our door? Just grabbed them on our way to breakfast. You did. <laughs> you, you?
1: Oh, I got to I forgot. I mean look. Well, one is just the daily ship's news we get every day.
2: Oh, one looked like a letter. There, what, what's that?
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Listen, an invitation for all of us. S.S. Stoughton, um, Captain D. Van Dalen presents his compliments and requests the pleasure of your company for cocktails. On Wednesday, August 5th at 5 p.m. in the main oh. oh, no I'm kidding, <laughs> really? Oh, my goodness, oh. it's from the captain. Uh-huh. well, wow. hey, Pretty uh-huh. nice, oh, huh? It? Oh, my goodness, we're certainly going to have a full day. I saw on the bulletin board near the person's office that the big talent show is tonight. The mm-hmm. big party, you know. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that tonight? Mm-hmm. And the children's party is this afternoon at 3 o'clock, Betsy. The what? Children's party. That has a talent contest, too.
2: Yeah, you're the only one with talent in the family, <laughs> Betsy. Why don't you play one of your little pieces on the piano, huh?
1: Yes, dear, yes. you can play the Jolly Fisherman... Or the waltz of the forget-me-not. You played both of those very, very well. Oh, no, I don't want to. Of
2: course you do. Now, don't be that way. Well, you
1: don't have to if you don't want to, but I think it would be very nice. Oh, yes. There's going to be ice cream and cake and all sorts of games. She can wear her nylon organdy dress with a stiff pedicle. Oh, that'd be yes. One. Yes, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I think I want more coffee, dear. Well, why don't we take a few turns around the deck and then sit up there and have more coffee brought to us? Yes, that's a good Mm -hmm. idea. Finish your breakfast, Betsy. I'm not hungry. You're not hungry? Look, you ordered
2: all that. Now go on, you you eat it.
1: What's the matter, dear? I don't know. I just suddenly don't feel well. She doesn't look flushed. mm -hmm. Is your throat sore, honey? Yes.
2: Oh? Oh! No, all right, now, 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 oh. don't get excited. Maybe she's just getting a little cold or something. Nothing to get all alarmed about.
1: You seem to forget that she was exposed to measles just before we left. Oh! Good heavens! Uh, yes. yes, I forgot. Come on, Betsy. I'll take her down to the stateroom right away. Oh. Well, I think you should call in the ship's doctor.
2: Now, look, we don't know that Betsy has measles. Well, you
1: are not going to know until you have a doctor. Now, just a minute. I know I brought that book along to have in an emergency. Oh, you know, what to do till a doctor comes. Well, he doesn't have far to come. Just one flight of stairs. I don't know what you're waiting for. The child is sick. Here yeah, it is, here yeah, it is, here yeah, it is. No, measles. Like, I, I don't want everybody to
2: get all alarmed if it isn't necessary. Well, why just... should
1: everybody get alarmed at measles? Isn't it isn't as though she had some horrible tropical disease.
2: Yeah, I mean because if somebody on shipboard has a contagious disease of any kind, it makes complications when the boat docks. We'd all be put in quarantine.
1: Everybody on the ship? Well,
2: I don't know. I don't know what the regulations are, but I know that there are some, and I have to be in London by Friday afternoon. But
1: you certainly aren't going to pretend she doesn't have measles if she does, and not call the doctor at all. Well, no, no, Mm -hmm. but I... I, I, I Here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. Measles. Measles. Symptoms, headache, irritability, and fever. Mm -hmm. It sometimes looks like the beginning of a bad cold. There is a dry cough that becomes more and more frequent.
2: Well, Betsy has certainly not been irritable. She's been very lively, in fact, having a good time, haven't you, honey, huh?
1: Well, come to think of it, she did cough during the night. And I coughed this morning, too. Mm-hmm. Well, she
2: certainly has no rash.
1: Measles for the first three or four days has no rash. Oh, mm.
2: boy, this is all I need. <laughs> this is all I need.
1: I'm afraid we'd better call in the <laughs> ship's doctor, dear. Oh, darling. <laughs>
2: Doctor, we will. Thank you. Yeah, well, then, I see you heard him. He says he doesn't think she has measles.
1: Well, he also said to keep her in bed. we will just take turns staying with her. Dear poor Betsy. Missing the children's party and then the party with the captain at 5 o'clock and... The big talent show tonight. Well, you all go and take in everything. I'll stay with Betsy. Oh, I wouldn't no. enjoy myself anyhow. I'd rather be right here with her. Oh,
2: honey, I hate to have you miss oh, everything. Honey. You love everything so. You and Aunt Effie go on to the parties. I'll stay with oh, Betsy. No, no,
1: no, no, no. You and Aunt Effie go. No. Now, nah, really, when your child is sick, nothing is more important than staying with her. Hmm. That's when she wants her mama. Hmm. Don't you, darling? Yes, hmm. Mommy. Yes, yes, darling. Daddy, sorry you don't
2: feel well, honey. Yes,
1: Aunt Effie is, too. Dear. Mm-hmm poor little baby. Now, you two run along. Let's not have the whole day day spoiled for everyone. Go on. Go on. Run along.
2: (laughs) Oh, golly. You suppose she's really got measles?
1: Well, I don't know, dear. If she's worse, the doctor said we may know by tonight. We'll
0: return to the couple next door in just a moment. How you feel about rock and roll tunes isn't always a matter of age, especially if the feeling is on the negative side. What one can endure, perhaps even enjoy, in the cool, cool, cool of the evening might well be an invitation to sentiments of mayhem if encountered early in the morning. If that's the case with you, why not tune in to the easy-going music and conversation of Arthur Godfrey Time every weekday morning on CBS Radio. Robert Q. Lewis is sitting in for Arthur these days, and Robert Q. is practically a charter member of the Let's Work Into the Day Gradually School of Entertainers. For easy chatter, delightful music, and colorful guest stars, you can't go wrong with Arthur Godfrey Time, weekdays on CBS Radio. Another fine CBS Radio daytime show you're sure to enjoy is our Think Letters House Party. It's been a CBS radio favorite for a wonderful long time. Tune in and you'll see why.
1: Well, the talent show is over and the dancing has started. So I said I'm coming down to stay with her now. And you go up and dance. Yeah, come oh, on, I'll Change
2: your dress and come on up. Uh-huh. You haven't had any fun at all today. She's asleep. Oh. How was
1: the talent show? Oh, it was lots of fun. Uh-huh. A girl about 16 played the piano. Russell of Spring, I think it was. Then most of the others sang. Uh-huh. A Frenchman sang some songs in French, uh-huh. and a Spanish woman sang songs in Spanish with some uh-huh. castanets in her hand. Oh, uh-huh. and there was a Dutch girl who sang a Dutch. Song. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was just like the United Nations. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, go on, tell the best part, Aunt Effie. <laughs>
1: go
2: on, now, go. On. Well, look. After the prizes were given out, uh-huh. she wouldn't tell you this. this the master of ceremony she said, "Now we'll have a, a conga line, uh-huh. see, but I'll need a pretty girl to lead it with me." And. Yes, who me picked? <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Oh, you mean you yes. let the conga line at it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I well, this we is the best time. Now you go on, get a pretty dress on before the orchestra stops playing. Go on. Yeah, come on, get in our
2: stage room and change your dress. Yeah, all right, all right. Oh, I'm sorry you missed Aunt Effie leading yeah. that conga line. Oh, it was really something oh, to I see. Don't... I want to tell you. What's the matter? Betsy
1: worse? No, she's much better, I think. I'm not sure.
2: What do you mean by that?
1: I don't think she wanted to go to the children's party. I think she wanted to, but she didn't want to. I think she was scared we were going to make her play the piano, which she really wanted to do, but she was too bashful. Are you kidding? I'm only guessing. After the children's party, when they all trooped through the passageway, you know, with paper hats, singing and tooting horns, she turned her head to the wall and cried. She didn't want me to see her. Well, I didn't say anything, neither did she. And just before she went to sleep tonight, she said... I wish I hadn't missed the children's party. Oh. And I just said, well, Betsy, you'll miss a lot of things in life if you wait for people to push you into them. Now, you've got to push yourself a little bit. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, sure, sure. No,
1: no, no. I mean, that's what I said to Betsy.
2: And she she thought a
1: minute, and she said, yes, I do, Mommy. And then she went to sleep.
2: Boy, I could paddle her for ruining your day, though.
1: Well, the important thing is that she has learned a lesson. (laughs) Now, let's go dancing. Oh, what will I wear? No,
2: no, it doesn't matter. It's midnight now. Come on, come on. The orchestra only plays another hour. Now, come on.
0: Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart.